this third term has really felt like it has been a doozy. And so today we are going to be talking about the stress and overwhelm that you might be feeling right now. And we're going to talk about how you can combat some of those feelings through the end of the year so that you can actually like make it to the end of the year. So today we kind of have a, a Disney reference. So in Disney's Encanto, um, there is a popular song that has been really popular on social media uh, called Surface Pressure. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, or even if you have, it's a little bit of a refresher, but everyone in their family has special gifts. So Louisa, who is one of the older sisters, she has a gift of being strong or strength. So she actually sings a song about her stresses of being the strongest member of her family and trying to live up to those expectations. So we're going to be making that as kind of the theme for today so that you are not becoming Louisa or are you feeling like Louisa where you've got all of this stuff being piled on and you're trying to figure out a way of living up to those expectations while like functioning properly. So you are working so hard for your students, but you also have a family possibly or a life outside of school. So you could be caring for someone else's babies all day and then sometimes you may not have enough time to care for yourself or your own family at night. So it can be a lot of pressure. So here's the one tip that is going to get you through the end of the school year and quite honestly any other year to come and it is get help. And I'm not talking about having someone who you can talk to, which I think is great. That's like one way of like getting help because that can help relieve some of your stress. But I'm talking about people who can actually help take things from you so that you are doing less. So we're going to be talking about where you can get help, specifically some places at school, online, or when you are home. So these tips are meant to simplify your life through routines and systems that you or someone else can do to make your load lighter. So as a reminder, you do not have to do everything and that's okay. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices, these are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. We are going to jump right into how to get help at the school. And we are going to talk about what you need to do first is figure out where you are spending the most of your time. And specifically, where are there things that you might be spending a ton of time on that maybe you shouldn't be spending a ton of time on? So don't say like teaching, because obviously we're going to be spending a lot of time teaching and you really can't give that to someone else. But there's probably some other things that you are spending a ton of time on that you're not enjoying that you just wish that someone else would help out. So that's what I want you to think about. So as an example for today, it could be copies. 
I remember spending so much time doing copies, whether it was before school, like I was like really cramming and hurry quick. What what copies do I need for that day? And one year I even had like a first period prep. And so I felt like I spent a ton of time doing copies like right before school started. And so this is where we're going to start. Just as an example, copies might not be your thing, but think of something else that could be similar to that. So when I was at my first school, we had a huge copy center. Like I'm saying we had a mini Kinko's inside of our school. Now we did have 3,000 students and 150 faculty members, but we had an awesome copy center and I really wasn't aware of it. And I, I mean, I knew it was there, but I didn't know the capacity and the capabilities that they could do until I found out. So they were super efficient and they did a great job, but there was a catch. They had a system to get it all done and they needed a little bit of time. So it required me to figure out that in order to get them to do my copies and them to do my stapling and them to do all the collating and binding and all of that stuff, I needed to get it to them 48 hours in advance. So you better believe it, I started making that a priority so that I could have things in advance so that they would get it all done for me. And it saved me a ton of time. So while I know that not every school has an in-house copy center like this, and let's be honest, the school I'm at right now, nothing like that. You just need to figure out that there probably is some sort of system, but you've got to figure out what it is and how it works. So in my current district, we actually have a district copy center area. And so we can send things out to them and they deliver it back and they deliver it back fairly quickly. 48 hours is not going to be the turnaround that we have, but with some pre-planning, you can get a whole bunch done. So we're going to circle back to the original question. So what are you spending a lot of time on that someone else could do? You don't actually have to have the answer to this question or how to solve it. If you honestly did know how to solve that, you probably wouldn't have that issue and you would have already solved it. So once you figure out what you need help with, go to a trusted colleague, admin, mentor, or coach. Ask them if they know a solution to your problem. So remember, you don't have to have the answers. You go to someone else. That's part of you getting some help. It could be as simple as referring you to the copy center or explaining how it works. It could also be that maybe you brainstorm together to figure out how to simplify your grading practices, come up with some routines, or reorganize your classroom. What's important here is that you are getting help from people who want you to succeed. They also want you to be spending your time teaching and not getting burned out by tasks that could be simplified or completed by someone else. Okay, so as a review, you are going to start with the things that you can have at your school that can be simplified or that you can get help with. You don't need to know the answer or the solution to how to get that help, but you do want to know the answer to the question, what are you spending a lot of your time on that someone else can do? So keep that in mind. We're going to go to the next one. So getting support online 
to get you through the end of the school year. So what do you do if you don't have trusted support at your school or district? The internet has made it immensely easier to still get that support. Now, it might not be that they know how your copy center works in your district or at your school, but there are a lot of other things that you can get help with. So here are some ways that you can get support online. Social media communities, so we're talking Instagram, Facebook, paid programs and professional development and paid resources that someone else has created so you don't have to create that. CTE's teachers, especially singletons, find great value in connecting with others online. Some are organized by topic or subject and others are more broad. Facebook groups are a popular way to connect so you can do a quick search for your content area or specific courses and see what comes up. So some examples are secondary teachers, shop teachers, business teachers, and CS teachers, see what comes up. There might be several groups you might request to join them, but there are some places where you can find connections and ask some questions. You can also find many teachers on Instagram and Twitter. These teachers are sharing tips, giving examples, and teaching others how to do the same. It's a little bit less of a community as far as like you go in there and you pop in a question, but if there is someone that you find that you trust, you like their style, then you probably could ask them a question or maybe look at some of the resources that they are sharing. Another new online support is on-demand teacher professional development. So one idea is Pop PD, and it is an online marketplace that is new and it will be launching soon, but it's for educators to take innovative, relevant PD. So think about Skillshare, but for teachers. So coaches and expert educators are creating workshops and courses that you can take wherever and whenever you want want to take this online support a step further, there are educational coaches like myself, and they specialize in a bunch of different topics. So they have different personalities to help you achieve your professional goals. The last online support is through paid resources and curriculum. Don't think that you need to create all of your content for each of your preps. It's too much. You don't have enough time. Give yourself permission to use someone else's created resources, whether it's free or purchased, to save some time and your sanity. Okay, quick review of the second point of getting help online. That is another place where you can find a bunch of resources, whether it be through teachers, resources, PD, you can find things online. Thank you to the internet. Okay, the third and final way that you can get help or place to get help is at home. So your home should be a place of peace and relaxation and rejuvenation because let's be honest, teaching takes a lot out of you. So you need to be functioning at full capacity when you're at school so that you can help your students. And that's super difficult to do if you never have a chance to relax and recharge. So before we go on, think about what you want to be feeling on a perfect day after you get home from school. So for me, I would love to come home, quickly get dinner started, set it and forget it style, catch up with my husband and kids on how their days went, eat dinner as a family, spend special time with my children playing games, reading books, etc. Bedtime would be a breeze and the kids would go to bed without a fight. The rest of the night would be spent with my husband reading or supporting teachers through this podcast. 
Um, so let's be honest, this with this perfect day, I cannot do it alone. I am not superwoman, but there are different things that I've done to make it so that hopefully I'm having close to this perfect day maybe once a week. But let's be real, I would love to have it more frequently. So this is where we're going to start with dinner. So dinner would need to be planned and the ingredients purchased, meals prepped, and cooked. So what in this list could be done by someone else or before that day? So our family loves to do freezer meals and we cook in the slow cooker or instant pot. So there are tons of recipes online. You can find Facebook groups for instant pot specifically, or you can check out books that have recipes that families might enjoy or specifically your family might enjoy. So locally um, here in Utah, but Idaho, Arizona, and Colorado, we actually go to a place called Citrus Pear Dinners where we actually make a whole bunch of freezer meals and we just like knock them all out. Um, So you might have something that would be similar or maybe you could get a group of friends together. I know that there's another teacher that I'm with on Instagram and she gets a group together and they all make freezer meals and then they can kind of socialize while they're making them. Um, So that is one way to have it all done before the day. So if I'm going back, I'm going to look at what is missing from that perfect day. So where I'm talking about being relaxed and things that I'm, I'm not saying that I'm worried about clutter or cleaning and conflict. Um, So let's be honest, in my family, the first two lead to the last. So earlier this year, I was talking with a veteran teacher at my school, and she told me that the best thing that she has ever done for herself and her family is to have someone come in and clean. So my first thought was, aren't cleaners expensive? So it turns out that the service may not be as much as you think. So most cleaning companies may have various packages. They come in frequently or infrequently as you would like. And we finally jumped on the bandwagon and we hired a cleaning company. And let me tell you, it is the best thing ever. They come in and they clean my bathroom, my kitchen, and my floors. And it has honestly been one of the best investments in time for myself and my sanity. Here's why the cleaner has been such a help in our family. So the first one is you have to have a decluttered house in order to clean. So they won't declutter your house for you. They'll just clean around things if things are left out and they'll kind of slide things over. But honestly, they're not going to declutter your house. So the night before the cleaners come, our family picks up the entire house. Then during the week, our nightly pickup takes about 10 minutes because we did that one really big one. And so then it's just so much faster for the rest of the week. So the second thing is a dirty and cluttered home is no longer a distraction. So I can actually relax. My kids go to bed and I can actually sit down and relax. I'm not concerned about cleaning my house. I know that it has been at some point deep cleaned. So even though my kitchen floors stay clean for maybe 30 minutes, I know that at some point they were clean 
and I don't worry about it. So I can choose to do what I want instead of having to clean or pick up. So the third reason that I love having a cleaner is I get things done that I've never had the time for. So if I wanted to deep clean or if there was something that's been really bothering me, but it just never, I just never got to it. I can go ahead and my bathroom is already cleaned so I can do something else and I can deep clean or like pull something out and really get down and dirty if I really want to because I know that those like basic spaces has been cleaned. So having a less cluttered home and we are still working on some systems and routines here, has made the evenings and weekends much more enjoyable. So we are able to spend more time together and there's less arguing and stress. So in summary, we're going to review the three places that you might be able to get help. So we're talking about at school, online, and within your home. So it's challenging to be a teacher while trying to manage your home and family as well. So recharge by making your life easier, more meaningful, and intentional by getting help. Find people who can support you and help you figure out how to make your life and teaching simpler. You don't need to only rely on those who are assigned to support you at your school. You can take charge of your own professional development and learning by going online and you can utilize systems and others to help at home as well. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with another teacher friend. And if I haven't connected you with you already on Instagram, that is where I hang out the most, at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.